Welcome to the In Plain Language Podcast. My name is Kelsey, and I'm the founder of Malty the Blue Tiger Bilingual Children's Books, found in homes and classrooms around the world. I'm truly so excited that you're here. You want your child's speech and language skills to thrive, which is exactly what this podcast will help make happen. Every other week, we'll be bringing you direct, tangible advice and tips about speech and language from top experts around the world. These are the language tools that will make an incredible difference in your child's life. Be sure to pick up your copy of Malty the Blue Tiger, available in English and Spanish and English and French on Amazon today to help your child learn new language skills and embrace their unique voice. Preparing your child for kindergarten may normally make your head spin. What should I do the summer beforehand? How many numbers should they know? Will they learn to read in kindergarten or should they know some words beforehand? But in the age of COVID-19, when kids have been out of preschool for a number of months, you may feel especially lost on where to start. First off, it's worth emphasizing that you do not need to cram this summer like you're prepping for a psychology test in college. Every child learns at a different pace and it's okay if your kid is at a different level than the others in their incoming kindergarten class. That said, if you do practice some fundamental language and literacy skills like light letter recognition, sight words, or even early reading comprehension skills with your child this summer, it may help them feel more comfortable with some of the lessons they'll have in class come fall. There are a few general benchmarks that you should generally think about as your child enters kindergarten, says Carrie Shire, an early childhood development educator at the Michigan State University Extension. Probably the first question that we get is, should my child be reading when they go to kindergarten? So when we have these conversations, I often start at that point to say, no, we don't need children to be reading when they go to kindergarten. Um, But of course, there are a wide range of skills that help support children in being ready to go to kindergarten in terms of literacy. Um, If we break that out into kind of four main categories, we're looking at skills around books and reading material. So How do you hold books? How do you use books? Um, Working on writing skills, helping kids understand that print word has meaning, um, having them have opportunities to practice writing and to work on writing skills. To begin learning their letters and letter sounds. So research tells us that children should know about 18 uppercase and 15 lowercase letters by the end of preschool or the start of kindergarten. That's kind of the benchmark that we're shooting for. And then of course, working on spoken language, which parents don't always remember, we don't always remember, connects to literacy. So it's important that kids can speak clearly, can have complex conversations, can recount the things that have happened in the past or talk about things that they're looking forward to in the future. So all of those things kind of fit together in terms of literacy and school as it relates to school readiness. For a five-year-old, more complex conversations may simply mean they have the chance to elaborate or expand upon a certain topic that you ask them about. Um, So thinking more about extended conversation, these are things like uh, talking to kids, the use of open-ended questions and talking with kids, so offering them the opportunity to elaborate on something. So let's say the child um, says to you, "Um, this peach is fuzzy. You can say something like, what else do you notice about that peach? And give them the opportunity to talk more about that. It also really moves into that um, longer talks and narration and explanations of things within the context of what they're doing. So asking kids, you know, what is it that you're playing with with your dolls? 
and giving them the opportunity to talk more about the game that they're playing, what the rules are of those games, what's happening in those games. And then also things like complex conversations about things that have happened in the past and things you're looking forward to. So do you remember when we went to that birthday party this winter? What was the most fun you had at that birthday party? It's really having those kind of complex conversations that encompass uh, many parts of the discussion. So more than saying, you know, what are you playing with the dolls? Oh, we're playing dinner. You want to elaborate that and have, help support them in, in kind of thinking more broadly about those conversations and those experiences that they're engaging in. So how can you get started right now? There are 10 key strategies that Shire recommends for preparing your child for kindergarten, all while keeping learning fun, exciting, and a source of joy for your child. Yeah, so here in Michigan, we've identified 10 key instructional practices for our pre-kindergarten children around literacy. And these are certainly skills that parents can work on at home. So the, the first set is really around books and reading materials. So providing many opportunities for your children to read with a wide range of books and reading materials that might include magazines and newspapers, audio books, recordings of books, um, making sure you're reading out loud daily with your children, pointing to words when you're reading to them, noticing specific words like, look, that, that's the letter K, like your name, Kelsey, and showing them where it is. Um, focusing on vocabulary and comprehension when you're reading books. So, you know, you might have heard that character in the book say she was thrilled. What does thrilled mean? So helping them kind of think through what they're having, seeing happen, happen in the books in front of them. The next step that we look at is around writing skills. So having lots of reading and writing materials available for kids in your home and encouraging their use in dramatic play and pretend play experiences. So if your child is pretending to play store, giving them the opportunity to make shopping lists that they can have in their store or signs they can have up in their store, including those writing experiences in the ways that we utilize them every day and showing them when we are doing that. So I'm following a recipe here while I'm making dinner. Do you want to help me look at the recipe? Helping them see all of the ways that we use language and literacy in our lives is important. Um, and again, supporting those rating experiences through adult scaffolding. So if your child's drawing a picture, you could say to them, what's happening in your picture? Let me help write that down for you. And you could write down what's happening in a picture, or you could encourage them to use kid writing, which might look like scribbling, to write down what it is that they're writing or they're drawing about. Even doing things like having your child sit down with you when you're making your grocery list and having them make their own grocery list are great ways that you can incorporate uh, natural writing experiences in their lives. The next set is really around teaching letter skills. So these are things like, this is, the, this is that category of intentional letter instruction. So oftentimes parents think of worksheets or flashcards, which we really tend to kind of steer away from in our early childhood years. But we do want to work on teaching the letters. We just do it with what we call uh, brief intentional instruction. So that's saying very succinctly and carefully, look, that's a stop sign. What's the first letter? It's S. S says stop. It's incorporating those things when we have the opportunity and making them meaningful for kids. Alphabet books can be a great way to help teach letters and letter sounds. You want to avoid the silly alphabet books, though, that use hard words. So like knife for K is a good example of something that could be really confusing for kids. 
Having an alphabet chart in your home can be helpful to point to kids when they're trying to learn those new words. But we do talk about the importance of high quality letter charts. So you want to avoid confusing things like having uh, the, letter, the picture for boat, so the picture for B be boat when boat could also be ship. Or having words that kids don't know or don't understand, like if the letter Q is quail and they see quail, they don't know what that is. It's not a great way to teach what the letter Q is. Uh, we also can teach letters with playing with the letter sounds. So we call this, this concept phonological awareness. So that's that ability to break up the sounds in words. And we do this by doing things like singing songs and rhymes, the fun rhymes that you might remember from your childhood, like Willoughby Wallaby Wee, an elephant sat on me. Willoughby Wallaby Wellsey, an elephant sat on Kelsey. So have, taking the time to teach to play with those sort of letter sounds um, songs like Down by the Bay, Apples and Bananas, any of those rhymes that help kids practice um, listening to the way words sound. It's okay if the rhymes don't make sense, if they're made up, that's fine. But it's teaching that concept of playing with and identifying letter sounds. And then the next section that we talk about in our key instructional practices is around spoken language. So this is that concept of extending conversations, doing what we call serve and return interactions. So when you talk to a child and they talk back to you, so it's a back and forth conversation. And then supporting that complex conversations with children around the things that they're doing, what they remember, what they're looking forward to in the future. I would say that probably the most common unnecessary thing or the most common thing parents don't need to stress too much about is teaching letters through things like flashcards and worksheets. We really encourage letter instruction to be meaningful in the context of children's lives, uh, helping them find letters in books and in the world around them. You can work on letter instruction and how to make letters and doing things like writing in shaving cream or putting sand in a tray and having kids write in the sand, going to the beach this summer and writing um, letters in the sand with sticks. But we really want to steer clear from having kids really sit down with worksheets or flashcards. It's not developmentally appropriate and isn't really shown to help improve children's long-term knowledge of these skills. However, if your child has been watching Frozen for the past four months, it's normal to wonder if they've fallen a little behind in their learning or if there are signs of difficulties that may need insight from a professional like your pediatrician. Keep in mind that there is a large range of what's considered normal developmentally for kids entering kindergarten. I've been encouraging the parents that I talk with to really focus on reading with their children, to make sure that you're incorporating reading time in your day. If you're reading to your kids, your kids are seeing you read, if they're recognizing the importance of written language, spoken language, they're beginning to write, they're probably going to be fine when they head to kindergarten. Um, the bigger issues we, we think about, about uh, readiness or what might flag some sort of a concern with a pediatrician in kindergarten still tend to be more developmental. Um, a child who can't be heard, whose language is not understandable by somebody outside of the home might be a cause for concern, for instance, for a speech and language consultation. Um, but there really is a very wide range of normal for kids entering kindergarten. We don't tend to flag kids with delays around uh, reading or writing skills until maybe first grade. So we're, most kids should be okay, even if they spend a lot of time watching Frozen. In fact, to Schreier's point, at the end of the day, the most impactful thing you can do is quite simple. Just pick up a book and start reading. Read every day, 
whenever you can with your child, and they'll naturally develop the skills that they need to thrive in kindergarten. As I've been talking with parents again, the, the number one thing that I, we are encouraging parents to do is to just focus on reading and your kids will be okay. I know that this is, as a parent, I know this has been a hard and stressful time. Uh, many of us feel like our kids are behind on skills and are missing out on important experiences. And while that's certainly true that they're missing out on important experiences, especially for our pre-kindergarten kids, as long as we're really focusing on helping them love learning, having access to books and writing materials, we can still get them ready to go to kindergarten, ready to learn when they walk in the door. Hey, multi-friends. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the In Plain Language podcast. I want to support your family's language and literacy goals. So be sure to visit multithebluetiger.com for more free resources, plus bilingual books and audiobooks that will hook your kids on language. If you love Amazon as much as I do, you can also find our books there. Happy reading.